Welcome to the Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. Now, let's tune in. Enjoying the Global from Asia podcast? Want to meet with other listeners, podcast guests, and business experts? Then you're in luck. Every year we have our annual cross border summit. This year's is our third annual in Shenzhen, China cross border summit. It's a two day conference. Mark your calendars, April 20th and 21st of 2018. It's a great time to get together and learn about import and export, Amazon FBA, e-commerce, importing into China, and global business. So we hope to catch you there. www.crossbordersummit.com/slash two zero one eight. E-commerce gladiator episode twenty two, and we are rocking over here. It was a rough one the last couple of weeks. I'm not going to spoil it. I'll let Roland on the team share what we just de- what happened or what we decided uh, in in the update. But uh, we have a plan, and we've gotten through some uh, of these rougher times, and we n- at least know what's going to happen next. So uh, let's let's tune in. I'm going to keep the intro short, and uh, we got lots of stuff to talk about. Okay, guys, e-commerce gladiator twenty-two, twenty-two shows in, and we got the majority of the team here. First, I wanted to read a feedback from a actual listener. Just came in a couple of days ago、um, from Duke. He's a regular listener, I know, and he says, "Damn, I love the latest episode where you're discussing live about looking for your supplier. Awesome, exciting stuff. I feel like I'm in a room discussing the sourcing with you guys." So that was、uh, that was pretty cool. Thanks for listening, Duke. And yeah, I mean, were, that's what I I think we've been excited to to share and trying our best to share as much as we can. So so this week we have uh, three uh, three of the partners with me,、uh, Kadrian, hello, and Lorenzo, hey guys, and Roland. Hey everyone, how's it going? So the last couple of weeks we had、uh, it was Lorenzo and Roland and I. About the sourcing, but you guys have heard from Kadri in a couple of sh- in a couple of the shows. He's our CMO, and he's he was traveling, and he's back in Hong Kong now. and And、uh, it's great to have you on with us. So I know people are really interested to hear the latest. So we like last week, Roland was driving in the car in and、uh, and and working with the supplier real time, where we we didn't well, maybe. We didn't end up going with that one. <laughs> Actually, we thought we might be going with them, but we we confirmed the order. So, Roland, do you want to explain a little bit what happened? Sure. Basically, last week, just to give us a, a little sum- summary, we had many、uh, suppliers or factories saying no to us and giving up on our order because they said that our order or our MOQ is not、uh, large enough or not big enough for first batch, which.、Uh, First was gonna be 500 pieces. Then, we, then we switched to a thousand. 
to start with. Uh, even though this thousand pieces for for the Chinese suppliers and factories is uh, considered to be a small batch, and uh, with the customization we're making uh, with with our main product, having the logo on, doing some upgrades and the ac- accessories that are coming with it, uh, they just said that. Too many, too many details to change to their original uh, product, and they they don't want to mess with us because it's high 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 demand season. And pretty much they were ready to give up on us anytime. We felt absolutely being like I don't even know how we felt. We felt like they don't want our money, even though we're talking about several thousands of dollars. But but they just said, well, you're too small. Sorry. So you really have to think about how you approach a supplier, how you approach a factory, and how you communicate to them because they might just give up on you <laughs> if you're not doing it good. Yeah, so it was nerve-wracking, but but uh, Lorenzo was Lorenzo works his you know he's a he's a smooth operator. <laughs> <laughs> so once you go, another mistake we I think we learned is once you go to the factory always have all the specifications and try not asking them on what would be better in their opinion, because they're, well, first of all, you're, you're too, too, you're a small fish. Uh, if you don't know your specifications, they're going to be like, are you serious? What the hell are you trying to make us do? And, and, uh, they become frustrated because, uh, well, there, there are language barriers. They don't understand what you're trying to say. They think you're always changing your mind, even though you might want to be asking them on their opinion, just make sure to have the facts ready and just be able to tell them what you need and don't change your mind. This was the, the two key takeaways that we learned last week. Yep. And, but, uh, so I think, I'm excited to share. We actually went back to the factory that declined our order or we thought declined. And we we went back to them because it seems like nobody was able to make it before Chinese New Year. Even if we increased the order size, it just seems like this has been a, a big challenge. So we went back because the team felt that we had the most time invested with that factory that we'd spent a lot of time with. And, and uh, Lorenzo had been down there a few times to see them. And plus we have, I mean, they already had the samples. Yeah. The samples was the big one. Right. So we've almost gotten so far where we know what, that they can make it. And they, and uh, so we've, we've gone back to them and they just signed the contract. Yeah, if we had if you had to choose to go to another supplier, we'd have to start everything from scratch, getting getting uh, samples and pre-production samples, and that would have been another month. So we felt that this would this was the best solution for us. And plus the language, so they do have an English-speaking sales representative there. We we use and the, the owner speaks uh, fluent English as well. So just want to oh great, and the owner factory owner speaks Alfred, English. Yeah, Alfred. Yeah, very good English. Yeah. And so, so it's been uh, it's been helpful. But I think the biggest thing we've learned after talking to multiple suppliers is this industry or this product is very slow. Um, of course, this also seems like the high season with Chinese New Year. Does any who wants to share when we expect to have this done? This production. Well, uh, I'm I'm not happy to share it, but I'm going to share it. Uh, we, our lead time is 120 days which is scary as hell. It 
it's pretty much four months, so it, it's changing uh, a lot, lot in timing uh, regarding the business. And this is because it's the highest, uh, the peak season, pretty much. Uh, so they have a lot of orders, and big fish came in to the factory, and they are ordering tens of thousands of pieces. And obviously, they they have the they're they're on the top of the list, so yeah. they're gonna have their orders uh, made first. So right now, what we're doing is uh, we're placing the order, and uh, we're we're making other products that are moving fast and already faster. And they, we are uh, going to create cash flow to make sure that by the time the, uh, our product hit the market, we have a supporting uh, products and our brand name goes out there. Yep. So just, I'm sure there are some people listening that are shocked. At the 120 days includes Chinese New Year, includes weekends, includes holidays. Um, New Year and Christmas. So pretty much like it's... Even though for China, uh, Christmas and, and uh, our New Year is not a big thing, I, I feel like they tend to celebrate it because they have a reason to celebrate. So they, they also stop working during those times. Yeah, right. A little bit of background. The Chinese New Year, uh, basically factories close down for like a month uh, because this is the only festival that a lot of factory workers get to go back home. So that's why it's, it's normal to... You have a delay in the Chinese New Year time frame. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's why I'm going back to the U.S. in February. I don't know if I told you guys. Actually, Roland, you're going to the U.S. in a couple of days. Yeah, in three days. I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited that you're taking a little bit of a detour in our conversation, but you're skydiving <laughs> and uh, and do some marketing at the same time. Well, we have to push it, guys. <laughs> Tell us about your awesome, awesome T-shirt, uh, Roland. Yeah, so basically our, uh, the name of our company is Para Living Incorporated. And I made a t-shirt of Para Living INC with huge letters on it uh, in red red t-shirt with white letters. Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to go and jump off a plane. <laughs> Where? I was thinking. Uh, I, love to, drink a I love to say it with like, you know, like such a boring voice. Like, yeah, I'm just going to go jump off a plane, guys. Hey, Roland, <laughs> where are you going to do the skydiving? Where? And in Florida, it's... Uh, uh, the skydive skydive center of Florida. It's in nice. like middle nice. mi- mi- middle of Florida. Wow, awesome! Nice. Uh, Is this your first time? You gotta drink a cup of coffee and then jump. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking how to make it happen that I'm actually I'm drinking in the air, but I I, I haven't talked to my uh, the guy who's jumping with me or that I'm jumping with, uh, so I'm not sure how how I'm gonna be able to pull that off. When are you planning to do that? When? Uh, probably 28th or 29th. Um, of this month? We got to pick up a car on the 28th of December. Oh, uh, okay. a, a nice Camaro uh, convertible. Uh, and, and, oh. uh, and after that, we might or might not have time to go and jump. So it's probably going to be the next day, which is the 29th of December. Nice. I'm going to have a video and stills shot as well. Hopefully, hopefully uh, we will have some great pictures coming out. Nice. So, so I want to, I want to give a shout out to our advisor, uh, mayor, just give him some credit, but yeah, I think he also, we, we have our Sunday management calls with a team with Jack and everyone. The whole team is on every week. It's a good time. I think I recommend it for every, everybody's company to, to do regular calls, but we talked about it and nobody nobody's happy, of course, with this 120 days. Obviously, 
it's unbelievable when you think about we started in August and it's in December now and products won't even be in the US for sale until April or I don't even want to think about it, but maybe even May because it's taking time to ship too. So that's why I think Roland said when you were just giving your update, Mayor was saying maybe we should try another. I think all of us are thinking to try another product. I think I was also thinking about it too. So we're where we don't want to go too far off of the niche of coffee. So we're looking within the coffee industry to sell some quote unquote easier products. It just seems like while we found that this has opportunity to sell, it's in the supply side, it seems to be very complex and, and, uh, and slow. Uh, so we're, we're trying to find some fa- faster or easier. I'm putting kind of holding up my, my fingers as I say that. <laughs> but uh, hopefully they're a little bit easier and we're really going to try to make it before Chinese New Year. So the last few days we've been brainstorming more product ideas and uh, and uh, we want to sell those as soon as possible just to to get cash flow, to get uh, experience in, in and activity in the Amazon account um, and team. So we're, uh, we're not giving up this product. We are placing the order. The contract is literally... This was sent back to us or to Roland right when we're recording this on Wednesday, December 20th. So we are going to continue with this order. But actually, we the cash flow, we don't have to pay the second payment until four, four months from now either. So we might even be able to have cash flow coming in from other products to, to buy that, to pay, make that other payment as well for our, for our cash flow. So... Um, so yeah, I mean that's basically what we're what we're strategy is. We're not just going to sit here and wait and do weekly podcasts talking about waiting for the order. <laughs> of course, <laughs> so, of course. So I I think what uh, basically what Mike means is uh, we're looking for easier in terms of easier for QA because at the first glance the mocha pot seems like an uh, an easy product as well, but actually. It's a very complicated device. So, uh, but like there, there's a lot of, uh, potential QA issues like the, the leaking, the, the polishing, the, the handle, because we wanted to make it fire resistant, et cetera, et cetera. So <clears throat> yeah, we're looking for, uh, faster, easier products for the traction. Extraction is very important, as you all know, in the beginning to, to, yeah, have our reputation. Yep. I guess our what just to add up just to add up to what Kevin is saying because we're not just selling our business is not just to sell random products but to build brand and not only building brand but to be to become the premium brand and and, and each specific uh, niche that we enter into it and and our niche in the coffee industry the coffee industry yes it's a very big very profitable niche but it's super competitive and the only way to really stand out and to have a shot at it is to be to, to do something that sets us apart. And that's what we did in the beginning. Because, okay, so we studied the market. How can we stand out from the rest? So we really look at how we can really not just improve a little bit, but really improve our product drastically from what's currently available. And that's what took us so long to find the right uh, the right uh, partner in terms, of, uh, in terms of factory and also uh, the right material. That's why it's been taking us so long because most of the, the, the main reason, just to add to also what Volum was saying, the being that, it's been tough for us to find the factories because because our project is a bit more complicated. It's not a simple just uh, ordering a thousand units and just slapping a logo on it, but to actually improve it, change the materials from standard basic to more advanced premium materials. That's why it's been 
also challenging from the factory side because some of them are just too lazy. They don't want to do this order for 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 one thousand units. So again, we're doing we want to build uh, a premium brand. We're, we're building brands, and each brand we want to build is just to be not just a brand, but the pre the premium brand and that specific niche. So that's why it's taking so long. But now we're looking for other products that will take us less time, but that's going to be uh, easier and faster to uh, to bring to market. Great. All right, guys. So I think that's uh, enough for today's update. I think uh, get everybody the gist and we definitely, you know, enjoy our holidays, but also we got a lot of homework to do in the back on the product side. I think that's something we've been discovering for e-commerce sellers. I think the biggest, one of the biggest jobs is always knowing product research, always researching in the industry, finding new product opportunities. So it's something we should be always doing anyway, but we have got to get busy on that again. Correct. Yep. All right. So thanks guys for sharing or anything else do you guys want to share today? Just want to wish everybody a happy Christmas, Merry Christmas on the holidays. I'm going to be flying yep. tomorrow morning to Shenzhen and Hong Kong. I'll spend the weekend with you boys. Yeah. Shenzhen, so we're going to have a good time. It'll be great. Yeah, we're going to make some more make some more uh, content and videos for the yeah. for the brand, for the Sisitano brand. Uh, I'll I see you soon. I already lined up a guy. I already lined up that guy and has a, a beautiful uh, coffee shop by the beach in Shenzhen. We're going to do some... Nice. Some talk about doing some activities and some... Some uh, coffee-related uh, events uh, together. So even record a podcast live from the beach for you. Yeah, yeah I think we should. All oh. right, it's all about all right, this part of it. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you, you too, guys. All righty. So 120 days. Think that'll actually be during cross-border summits. This order will be done. Can you believe that? Four months till cross-border summit. Four months until this order is done. Hope some of you guys are making your plans to come to the show or come to our summit and uh, other trade shows happening and other events happening at that time in spring of 2018. We are going into 2018 now, everybody, and. You know, I think the most important is staying positive, staying motivated, and continuing to pursue your goals. A new year is always a new slate. I've already started my New Year's resolutions. I'm working hard on building up this Global from Asia community, working hard on the Cross Border Summit, and working hard on this Para Living Inc. and Sisitano brand, getting this Amazon e-commerce stuff going. And we already have some ideas for products and we will keep you guys updated as we go. Any, any feedback is always appreciated. Share the show with your friends and let's, uh, let's help each other and, and learn and grow together. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Global from Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. 